Hi, everyone, and welcome to the WIM podcast. Women in Influencer Marketing, or WIM for short, is a first-of-its-kind exclusive networking group made up of inspirational women. Our mission is to network, to foster leaders within this exciting industry, and to share information to make our work stronger. This podcast is where we explore influencer marketing, advertising trends, and get real about women in business. We'll bring you fresh perspectives on timely topics facing the industry from expert voices in the space. Find us wherever you download podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at IamWim.com. That's IamWim.com. Today, we're speaking with Lauren Berger, founder and CEO of InternQueen.com, the best name, by the way, a (laughs) platform that connects prospective interns with employers and helps brands like Michael Kors, Whole Foods, and Estee Lauder reach college students around the country. Since launching her business in 2009, she has been a featured keynote at over 200 universities, leadership conferences, and entrepreneurship events, and her career advice has appeared in Marie Claire, Refinery29, and more. Lauren is also a best-selling author with her third book on shelves this October. It's called Get It Together, Ditch the Chaos, Do the Work, and Design Your Success. I love that name. And uh, it's a practical guide to personal success packed with no-nonsense tips for business and life. Welcome, Lauren. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm so happy to have you here today today. I feel like there's so much we can discuss that's relevant to both the influencer marketing space, kind of women in business. So much. So So many places to go. It's like, where do we even begin? (laughs) Um, I'm personally so passionate about younger women. And I feel like that's so much of what your brand is about and like female empowerment. But from the beginning, you know, really like honing in on on skills to kind of set women up for success in the very beginning of their career. Mm -hmm. So I love that. I just I think that that's what struck me the most about the the great things that you're doing. Um, so you designed a platform and a career around advocating for college students um, and aspiring professionals. Where did that passion arise from and what inspired you to start Intern Queen? Well, good question. And it's funny because it you and I were actually, we just found out, in a similar place. Yeah. Um, we were both at the University of Central Florida in Orlando. Yep. Yep. And um, when I was in college, I had 15 internships. And wow. they were really hard to get. Nobody Mm -hmm. helped me find them. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being that sort of solo, ambitious girl, always looking for great opportunities. And at a big school in the middle of Orlando, um, there weren't that many other students looking for internships at that time. Granted, this was a while back. Um, So I remember I would go to Barnes & Noble. I would look for a book on internships. Nothing. I would go to the Career Center and say, hey, I want an internship. And they looked at me like I was nuts. So I was really kind of left on my own to find an internship and to try to find career advice. And I really felt like there was a gap in the market. So when I graduated college, I said, okay, I've had 15 internships under my belt. I got to do something with this. And um, I relocated to Los Angeles after I graduated college. My first job was at CAA, the talent agency. Mm -hmm. And um, I could not get rid of this 
idea I had, which was to start a platform, internqueen.com, which would be a free resource for college students where they could find internships and get advice from their friendly intern queen, otherwise known as me. So um, that's that's really where it began. But I started the business with $5,000 of personal savings and a lot of hustle and passion. And almost 10 years later, here we are. That's amazing. Is it crazy to say almost 10 years later, here we are? It is. It's crazy. And we actually just launched um, two days ago careerqueen.com, which is thanks. And it's it's kind of uh, full circle. It brings everything full circle because we've had so many great young women and men uh, use our platform over the years. And I've had the privilege of watching them go from college to career. And now Career Queen is sort of the big sister site to Intern Queen. So we don't have to lose that relationship. So I'm really excited for the journey that that will take. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Tell me a little bit about the differences between the two. So I always say career queen is the intern queen's older sister. She mm-hmm. says bad words and drinks wine. <laughs> so I distinguish. So is like she an intern queen? Is she you? I don't know. Yeah. Like when we were coming up with my, my book title for Get It Together, there was a lot of talk, you know, should it be called Get Your Shit Together? Yeah. And I'm allowed to say shit on the podcast site. Oh, on this podcast, you could say shit. (laughs) Um, But I I really was against it because so much of my audience is intern queen, and the intern queen audience just wouldn't say shit. (laughs) So it really couldn't be on the book. So it was funny. But I think the career queen, I mean, the the main difference is it's speaking to a graduated audience. So Mm -hmm. all of those young people that are in jobs one through five, you know, after college, it's really speaking to them um, and getting into the nitty and gritty about what to do and how to do it. in the workplace. I love it. So <clears throat> like a 10-year point, you're expanding the company. Yeah. I think like responding probably naturally to the growth, to the growth exactly. of the company. Yeah. Um, and continuing to challenge myself too. I mean, I love the Intern Queen brand to death and will continue to nurture it and mm-hmm. love it. And I mean, internships are getting younger and younger. Um, we have a very popular YouTube channel and our subscribers are sometimes 14 and 15 years old. Wow. I mean, it's insane that they're thinking about internships at such a young age. So our audience is sort of expanding in both directions. It's going like as young as middle school, which is crazy. Wow. And um, as, you know, as old as, you know, I would say like 40 years old maybe as our audience continues to to grow in their career. What was that intern movie with like the older intern? Oh, um, I always confuse the intern well, and the oh, internship. The You're intern. talking about the Anne Hathaway. called the intern. The Anne Hathaway movie. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right, and I, yeah. Oh, by the way, I think I still want to be her in that movie yes. and like have an office oh. that looks like hers well, and ride yes. my bike through it. I thought it was such an endearing relationship that oh, they have, though. And I, I feel know. like, to be honest, so, you know, Bold Streak has incredible interns. At past jobs I've had, mm-hmm. I've run internship programs because it really, truly has always been something that's so important to me. I've gone back to UCF and gone back to other universities and spoken to students. It's like, seriously, no We got to go on the road together, Jesse, and right? tour. UCF <laughs> looks nothing like it I did know. when we were when there we also. Yeah. So if we recognize it, we'll stop by. Um, yeah, and just being able to like speak to students, it's – it's like interns are so hungry and interns are so like they'll just soak up every piece of information. But I also say this and I give this advice to interns on like day one and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I always say like this is the opportunity is what you make it to be like whatever you make of it. Right. So like you can sit around and be on your phone all day and not really talk to people and, you know, not necessarily take advantage or you can like take 
full advantage. When I was an intern, I would take people in the office out to coffee who I didn't have the opportunity necessarily to work in their department. But I was so um, eager to like learn so many different things. And so like what's the best advice that you would give people who have gotten the opportunity, landed a great internship? Absolutely. I mean, I totally agree with you that the experience is what they make of it. But I always tell them to ask questions and build below the surface relationships with the people around them. I mean, it's I have so much to say on both of those things. But, um, you know, in terms of asking questions, we do something at our office where every Monday we have our staff meetings um, at our offices in L.A. And um, I require that the interns ask one question every Monday. So literally an agenda item on our Uh, agenda for the meeting Mm -hmm. is intern questions. And they have to ask a question. It has to be related to the business, not like, what did you do this weekend, right? Or what's everyone's favorite movie? And I've actually had to tell interns like, no, 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 this isn't (laughs) like an icebreaker question. This is a time for you to really learn more about how we do things and why we do them. So that's something that I do in my business. And for all the business owners and internship coordinators out there, I really recommend that you almost require the interns to ask questions or else they don't ask. Um, And I think that's really important because they don't understand why you're doing business with a certain client or how a proposal came to be or just what that the nitty gritty of that process is. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other thing, um, oh, building below the surface relationships. It is so surprising how two people, not even interns, just employees, can be sitting next to each other for a year. They don't even know where the other person's from. They have no idea. And I think it's so important. And I see so many interns who will intern for us for a whole semester and they leave and they don't they don't know anybody. So again, I'm I'm big on just requiring things if I want them done. <laughs> so I require that every intern goes to a coffee, and I, I pay for the coffee. Um, intern Queen pays. But, wow, that's uh, nice of you. Yeah, they have to go to coffee with every single employee. Granted, <laughs> we're under 10 employees, so we, we can do it. Um, mm-hmm. But they have to go to, with, to coffee with every employee before the end of the semester because otherwise they, you know, everyone's so busy and caught up in whatever they have going on um, that they don't take the time to get to know the people around them. So I think that's really key. No, I love that so much. And I feel like as hungry and eager to learn as interns are, like it's the internship coordinator or the company's responsibility to sort of like really hone in and teach them some of those skills that they just might right. not even know to ask questions. Exactly, because otherwise feel they just right, they just questions. kind of sit there and they're yeah. a little bit it's like deer in the headlights, you know, you sure. don't know what to do. But. Sure. No, I love that. And the deeper relationships too, it's so important. I mean, I'm a huge networker. I mean, WIM is a networking group. I I think there's nothing more important in business than like networking, Mm -hmm. right? And so when it comes to that, when you're in an internship program where there's other interns there, I mean, these are potentially the future CEOs of huge companies. Right. And the the idea of like growing up with your class, you right. know, um, of, of interns and everyone's going to go in exciting places and to be able to keep in touch and say, do you remember me? And like right. we intern together and hopefully you'll grow and be successful together. Right. And what's interesting also, and again, I've been, I've run Intern Queen for 10 years, so I've definitely seen this now is, is, it's also important for us, the business owners, the executives at the company, to get to know our interns because I will tell you that um, my new book publisher mm-hmm. um, at McGraw-Hill for the Get It Together book that's coming out, she was an Intern Queen fan. She wasn't my intern, but she was an Intern Queen fan, and she ultimately gave me a book deal. And uh, we have a deal with um, – we do campus marketing for Essie Nail Polish right now, and guess who decided – 
to say yes, a former intern of mine. So I find myself, you know, years later pitching my former interns. So, you know, I think it's also easy sitting in our position and, you know, for your listeners probably to, to kind of say, eh, the interns, the interns. Well, you might be pitching those interns in five years and I've certainly seen it. So you all, you know, the respect has to go both ways. For sure. You never know who's going to end up in a powerful position. and Absolutely. You know, and, you know, more so than that, I guess on a human level, you hope the best for these people. Exactly. That you're both investing in each other and like isn't the ideal situation to be at the top with your friends, you know, and people that you really know and trust. And, Absolutely. And it's also great like – I'm getting so sentimental. Yeah. <laughs> but like, isn't it nice to be able to like, you know, be have a successful moment and be like, oh, do you remember like back in the day when we were interns together or, oh, yeah. you know, we worked so hard, worked our butts off and like, it's like a smell the roses kind of moment. Oh, absolutely. I have, so I'm traveling in New York this week and just in the past, I've been here for like two days and I saw three of my intern friends from the summer of, I don't even want to say because it's a long time ago. <laughs> the summer of, the summer of, yeah. but um, <laughs> we all lived at the NYU dorms mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and we all interned together. And um, I think the three of them that I met, they're all running their own businesses. They're doing such cool stuff. And, you know, just like you said, it's nice to be able to say, remember, when we interned at Backstage, you know, the theater trade publication together. (laughs) It's cool. I love that. I love that. Did you intern at Backstage? I did. That was my, it was my, not my first internship, but it was my first New York City internship. So I I stayed at the NYU dorms and it was a life-changing summer. That's a very New York City internship Mm -hmm. of you to have. I love it. I feel like we have similar backgrounds because I was a theater girl. I'm telling you, Jesse, we used like, I just know so much about you. Yeah. We were like destined to be friends. I, I love this. So the platform itself, I mean, the website, it's really, it's like evolved. Um, it responds to new opportunities. And now, like you were mentioning it, it expanded beyond internships to also serve as brands that are looking to reach young adults on college campuses across the country. So tell us about the IQ agency and your campus ambassador program. Yes. Um, it, it is so interesting. So I started Intern Queen. It was in- an internship career platform where I gave advice and companies could post their companies pay to post their opportunities and students use it for free and they can apply for internships. Mm -hmm. So that was the concept um, when I started a job platform for internships, basically. And um, a couple years, almost three years into running the business, I connected with one of the the one of I think one of the marketing officers at uh, the Ford Motor Company, mm-hmm. and I cold pitched him and I said, "I'm watching American Idol, <laughs> and the Ford Fiesta sponsors American Idol, and I have all of the students in my network that should be driving Ford Fiestas, so we should do something together. Like there has to be a relationship here." And he said, "I think you're right." Bizarre that that worked, right? <laughs> but um, so it, it took about a year to get it together, but we launched this big college initiative. It was called the um, Ford College Ambassador Challenge, powered by the Intern Queen. And um, that was the beginning of what is now our Intern Queen Agency or the IQ Agency. So we basically leverage our massive following on internqueen.com. We have all of these really ambitious, engaged college students. And we activate them on behalf of great brands like Michael Kors and Whole Foods and the brands um, that you mentioned earlier. So this part of the business has enabled me to scale, you know, as a 
career expert or just as a as an influencer brand, whatever you want to call me, right, as the intern queen, people always said to me, like, okay, like, God forbid something happens, you know, what is your business? Like, what's the scalable business here? And so it was always an objective of mine to create that. And the IQ agency is that it runs – Yes, it's our intern queen network, but it doesn't require me personally to run, um, at least not on most days. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really a huge business and a significant part of our revenue. Mm-hmm. So um, we get to work with all kinds of cool brands. And as long as they're brands that stick with our mission and our mission is connecting young people with their dream careers. So as long as it's a brand that you would see on someone's resume and say, wow, tell me more about that Michael Kors brand ambassador experience, you know, then it makes sense and we're really excited. So um, it's it's really done wonders for my business. I love that. I love that. And the idea of a real business is a business that goes on while you're sleeping. Exactly. Um, it doesn't need you actively involved at all times and it's delegating and it's you know you know you've made it when you have a whole team around you that you're like my team is amazing right i have such a capable intelligent amazing team around me um so it sounds like you're doing all that yeah and i mean you know you work with influencers all the time so i feel like the, the students that i work with you know it's McKenna, who's um, 21 and the VP of her sorority at UCLA, like that's my, you know, quote unquote influencer. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because these college men and women that I'm working with, they want to be your clients. You know, they want to be influencers when they're when they're graduated. Mm -hmm. So I'm working with them at this really important stage where they're kind of establishing their personal brand. And, you know, there's all kinds of learnings that come with that, right? It's like, hey, you better take your photos with natural light. You got to use a hashtag sponsored. You know, there's all these learnings for the college students, but it's a great experience and it's really setting them up for success down the line, especially if they become the next fashion blogger. Yeah. I mean, I love that and I'm grateful for it because I feel like (laughs) hopefully by the time these people graduate, you know. By the time they come to you. They come to me, they're like prepared. It's like the influencer university, Mm -hmm. basically. And it's so crazy. I... I just spoke to someone who – I spoke to someone. I just hired someone. Um, Congratulations. Who, thank you. I hope she's listening to this podcast. Um, she should be. So she just got her master's and made her thesis about influencer marketing. And how incredible is that? I mean, it's so rare to find people mm-hmm. who actually studied influencer or influencer marketing in yeah, any way such in, a big space. in school. But it's such a big space. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so much opportunity. There's so many different career paths that you can um, that you can work in and work in influencer marketing um, so that's so interesting so do you guys have like a like a formal sort of educational piece to it? Is that something that you'd like to add at some point? No, you know, or? now that you say that, it's it's a really good idea. I mean, we provide just basic training tools, you yeah. know, like a basically a big document that says, you know, what what to do, what not to do. Here's the type of pictures to take. You know, if you're going to take a picture of a bottle of hairspray that you're working with Mm -hmm. and it's blurry, then the hairspray company is not going to like that, you know? Um, So we do try to educate them on the do's and don'ts. And before every campaign, we do a big training. And it's cool. I mean, uh, we just did a program with Estee Lauder and it's us and it's the influencer marketing team from Estee Lauder. Again, they're not 
working with fashion bloggers or, you know, the big influencers, but they're working with these college students and they're giving their time and energy to them. So it's a really, you know, it's a really big deal and a great learning experience. And when these students get it right, like that's when it's really special and Mm -hmm. the brand's excited and we're excited Mm -hmm. and the students can now talk about this in a future job interview. And are these resume builders? Are they also paid partnerships? Like what can people expect as being part of? uh, Yes. Great question. So we always go with the resume builder. That's our number one. For sure. You know, we're it's like, so we want to put something life-changing on your resume, give you something really cool and unique to talk about at your next job interview. Um, so so that's the career experience is number one. A lot of them get personal letters of recommendation, not only from my team, but from some of the brands that we work with after the fact, which is really cool. A lot of them were doing a Michael Kors program in Canada, like in Edmonton tonight as I do this. <laughs> and all of these college women in Edmonton, they all get to meet this big marketing executive in person from Michael Kors. Like, I would have loved that when I was at UCF, but that didn't happen. So it's really cool. Um, And some of them are paid. Um, It kind of depends on what the deliverables are. And um, then they get a lot of free stuff, of course, everybody. Who doesn't love some free swag? Who doesn't love free swag, especially when I was in college and, you know, not making much money? I would absolutely, I would killed for free swag. (laughs) (laughs) So when did you recognize that the, you know, micro influencers was of growing interest and that you were uniquely positioned to activate? them? That is a really good question. I mean, it was so, again, when I first started doing the Intern Queen Agency, Instagram wasn't a thing. Mm -hmm. So when we did that Ford program back in 2010, it wasn't about Instagram. It was about on the ground marketing. It was about, you know, good old sampling and guerrilla marketing and just doing cool experiential activations on college campuses. Mm -hmm. And it is still about that. I think Instagram kind of takes it to another level. I mean, as you know, like, I mean, I sell Instagram campaigns a lot, not only Instagram campaigns, but people certainly right now buy those. I'm sure in two years, it'll be the next thing. Um, So I think social media obviously takes it to another level. Um, But, you know, I think that, uh, Probably back in like 2010, I was like, these students are ready and they're hungry. And when a company comes to my site, they're looking for the bigger companies are looking for a lot of interns, but a lot of companies are looking for two interns. So if you have 60,000 people, but you're only looking for a handful of interns, you have a supply and demand issue there. So it's nice to be able to go out in a larger way and say, hey, we're looking for 500 brand ambassadors for whatever the client is, you know, who wants in. Mm-hmm. And we get such a response from that. Yeah. So probably a lot of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I love that. Um, And, you know, when – so book number three is – The book. The book. I mean, that's so exciting. Book number three. When was – when was book number one and book number two released? So book number one was uh, dreamed about in college. Uh-huh. And I remember I reached out because I'm so scrappy to all of these book publishers and agents and all these people. And they were basically like, nobody cares about internships. You'll never have a book deal. Go away. You know, <laughs> Long story short. And of course, I didn't go away because I'm the <laughs> little engine that could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Um, a couple years after, so I started Intern Queen in 2009. So I got my book deal, I think, in 2011. Um, so it took a little while, but I, I went. I went back to the drawing board after being rejected as a college student and really focused on building up internqueen.com. Mm-hmm. So my first book, All Work, No Pay, mm-hmm. which is um, it's a great resourceful book, though. It's all about the internship basics, resume advice, practice interview questions, um, all of that. Uh, that came out in 2012. And then my second book, Welcome to the Real World, which is um, – 
what to do and what not to do at your first job after college, basically. And it's God, all I wish about I had that book. <laughs> oh, and it, I can't even read it because it's personally embarrassing. Um, yeah. I mean, I at my first job, I made so many mistakes. I was at a talent agency. It was high pressure. I was terrible. And the Welcome to the Real World, Real World is such a good book for young people entering like high pressure environments. Good. Um, and I'm like, good. learn from my mistakes. Don't do what I did. I love that. Um, yeah. And so. We had an internship book, a job book, and now book three is called Get It Together because you can have your dream job, but you can still feel like a hot mess. And I mean, I have my dream job essentially as CEO and founder of Intern Queen, but I still feel like a hot mess so many times. And I, you know, suffer like so many of us in that I leave work after eight hours and I'm like, what did I do today? Did I do anything? And I constantly feel like my to-do list is never ending and all these things. And I finally got so frustrated. I just wanted to kind of figure it out. And, and just be better, right? Yeah. So I wrote this book called Get It Together that I felt like I needed. I felt like my friends needed it. And um, it's just all about cutting through the noise and kind of the BS and getting out of your own way, which I think is so much of it. Um, so I have a ton of strategies on setting goals, actually feeling accomplished when you leave the office, um, you know, how to keep up your relationships when you're sucked in by work all day, every day, um, how to kind of create your own healthy boundaries, especially when it comes to like Instagram. And one of the things in the book is don't scroll on Instagram before you go to bed. You're going to get a stomachache about something. We all do. Whether it's the ex-boyfriend, the girl from high school that you're still stalking, or, you know, that competitor in business. Like, it's going to be something. So just stop. And I've stopped doing it. And I'm telling you, it helps me go to sleep so much better. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's get it together. But I'm really excited. And it's a lot more personal mm -hmm. than my other two books. And so who would you say this book is ideally for? Who should be reading it? I would say this book is for... 20-somethings and 30-somethings. I'm 30-something. So I think it's, of course, my college audience. I think they're going to love it. Um, you know, my intern queen fans, they're my number ones. But I do think that it's sort of written for an older audience. And again, like I'm 34. It's written for, you know, my friends who are at really cool jobs. Um, and again, do for, from the outside, we're all doing really cool stuff. But on the inside, just feeling so overwhelmed and so jumbled. I mean, I'm sure you get this all the time, but you can't can't get one person on the phone that doesn't say, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm sure. overwhelmed. Oh, for sure. I'm swamped. I'm slammed. I can't cram you in at all. You know, it, it doesn't end. And I think, like, we all have to fix that. I mean, I almost feel, unlike the industry that, you know, is influencer marketing mm -hmm. in particular, I describe it like it's it could be manic at times. I mean, we're about to go into the busiest time of our year, which is the holiday season because it's always aligned with advertising. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it can get so crazy. So, like, one thing that we did at our office, which I'm obsessed with, is it was one of our first decisions at our company. It was one of the best decisions. Ooh. We got an office space that has a studio there so that all day long, only during office hours and only for people who work in the office space, there's free meditation classes and yoga classes and
and Pilates. Oh, my gosh. And their whole thing is about wellness and work. And I was like, this is the company I want to build. Like, this is the message that I want to give to people. It's so important. I am so – I'm like, what? That I mean, that's huge. That's so impressive. And Shout out to Primary. That's what the company is called. Oh, wow. I support them so much. I think it's incredible everything that they're doing. And that, this is absolutely not yeah. sponsored by them in any way. <laughs> like, this is not a sponsorship. Um, no, that's so awesome. I mean, I have a whole chapter, chapter nine of the book. I just thought the other day. That's why I remember the chapter number. Um, <laughs> is, uh, is on personal wellness. And yeah. I mean, I'm not like a big meditation person or I'm not – so you know I'm not into that stuff necessarily but as someone who's just constantly working I've definitely recognized the importance of just dis- disconnection um I was at um my my brother got married a couple months ago and it was Labor Day weekend and uh, I was about to walk down the aisle and I took my email off my phone. I like pressed, you know, that settings thing and I was like, goodbye email. I'm not going to get an annoying work email. I want to be Present. in this moment yeah. and I haven't turned it back since and Whoa. I'm like waiting to get in trouble for something. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, you know what? If it's an emergency, you can text me or call me yeah. and trying to like tr- kind of train the people I work with that way because what was happening, I don't know if you can relate to this, but I would see an email come in. I'd be on the treadmill or something. I would for, I would forget about the email. And then the next time I'm at my computer, it's so far down that I just miss it. Yeah. So now I feel like when I'm in email mode, I'm more present. I can get things done. Mm-hmm. And if people need me, then they'll have to they'll have to pick up the phone and call me. I love what you said though about tra- you have to kind of tra- you have to train people mm-hmm. how to deal with you. And you have to set <laughs> boundaries. And some people are like always available. And I'm like, why would you tell people that? Why would you teach people that mm-hmm. you're always available? I I think that you're a much better uh, professional if you are well-balanced. And that's why we encourage our people to like, no, seriously, take a yoga class in the middle right. of the day because you're more valuable to me if you're in a good place and right. if you're in a good space. And I think that um, like I love the premise of this third book and kind of how it seems like it's kind of come not full circle, but like progressively aged and gotten more experienced. And yeah. it just sounds so real. And I <laughs> appreciate that because I'm 30 something also. And I think that as you get older, you feel more confident in order to set these boundaries. Because mm-hmm. when I was an intern, oh my God, I was always available. Right. I would oh, jump right. the second you said so. And I would never dare to be like, uh, it's it's eight o'clock. How dare you? Not how dare you call me? But like I'm off the clock right now. I would never have said that. But as a professional, it's so important to just maintain that level of of balance. Right. Um. It's so important. And I love what you said too. It's like you're like I'm not necessarily into meditation, but I have my own version of right. what gets me there. And everybody is going to be different. Right. And I think that it's maybe if. Just trying a bunch of different things exactly. to figure out what works figure for you. Figure out what you. works for you, right? What turn, right? For me, like every day after work, I love, I call it, my husband and I call it taking a loop. And we just go for a loop around our neighborhood. Yeah, and it's it. like our, our debrief time, you know? Yeah. Like whatever that loop is for you, go take it. <laughs> I love that. Whatever your loop is, go take your loop. That's what we'll call it. It'll be our code name. Um, I'm trying to think of what my loop is. I, I love meditation because it's so not who I am naturally. <laughs> I I envy those people who I feel like are so zen. Like I'm a neurotic New Yorker by nature. <laughs> so I, I think that because it's so different and it like challenges me so much, 
that's why I I like it. I like yeah. the challenge. Um, but I don't know. For me, it's like just being in my – just being home relaxes me, just being in like my own space or just with some quiet – I'm a big podcast person, mm-hmm. so I'll like put on some, you know, good podcasts and or – embarrassingly I'll watch some reality TV. I was gonna say I mean the housewives do count absolutely and just sort of zen out like no judgment I yeah. hope um, whatever does it for you yep. you know I think that's so important so switching gears a little yeah. bit I mean you're you're an influencer in your own right which I think is you should be so proud of I mean you have a YouTube channel that's garnered over 1.2 million views um, and more than 100,000 followers across social so does being a content creator help you in turn advise your brand clients looking to activate influencers in this space? Like, how do you feel? I'm sure that it's helped you, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think like the more you learn and the more you know about what brands want and don't want, it, it all helps, right? I find myself constantly pulling from different experiences and learning from them. And when I'm talking to my brand clients, I was doing it earlier on the phone, you know, you get to a place in your career where you have to kind of put your foot down and say, look, you hired me because I'm an expert in this space. So instead of trying something that I already know doesn't work, like, let me tell you what is going to work. And I've tried to also, I mean, such a big part of what I do is that nobody really talks about is sales. I mean, I am a sales lady, yes. right? I am pitching my brains out all the time. Yep. Um, and so when I'm, again, I'm a little bit more experienced than I was 10 years ago now. But now in the sales process, I really try to put my foot down. And inst- I think when you first start your business, you're kind of like, whatever they want, I will give you. I don't care who you are, what company, I, w- I need the money, and I'm going to do what you say. And I've tried to really, even though I still want the money, trust me, um, but you know, <laughs> I've tried to change the conversation and really say, hey, like, if you're coming to us, I'm going to tell you what works best. And then, yes, I want to hear your ideas, but I'm going to need you to work with us because we've done this and this is this is how it works. Like we know college students. We know how they operate. We know um, how hard it is to get students to an event off campus. You know, we, we know um, that you're going to get a bunch of influencers that take dark photos and you're going to have to fix that or hire a photographer. Like we know the ins and outs of it. So learn from us. And I'm at a place now where I can be a little bit more selective um, about who we work with. Um, and, you know, it's a fun place to be in. But I think I forgot the question. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I, I think Here you – No, I think you answered my follow-up questions yeah. too. I mean, the question was you as an ha- – right. you know, you having a following. How does it inform you? But I think that at the end of the day, I, what I got from your answer is, you know, your – I think it's also really full circle to what we were talking about before. It's like as you gain experience and as you, you know, really become an expert in your lane, you also gain the confidence to just reason with your – the person that you're working with and just mm-hmm. say like – we're all we're all on the same page here. We right. all want this to be successful. So let you do what you do best and let me do what I do best and let's partner up on this and make this everything we want it to be. Right. And so, you know, but being having the the com- the the confidence to be able to express that and say like you got to trust me here. Right. You got you came to me for a reason. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh challenges associated with being like the brand and then also running like like me the agency side of the business um and a, a sillier a silly example is that you know we've had events um in 
in Canada and the U.S., I think this week we had about 20 events for huge companies with, you know, hundreds of students at each event. And these are agency events, so I'm not necessarily – sometimes I'm there as a, like, featured guest or something. In this case, not at all, right? I'm in New York this week talking about my book, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I have to be careful about that because these executives, I mean, their event – for a brand, that event is top priority. And they don't necessarily want to see me on Instagram showing off my cool leopard boots that I was wearing yesterday, you know? And so it is a little bit like I have to watch that and I have to make sure like I didn't post anything on Instagram story last night. I wanted to. I was at a really cool dinner with my brother, but (laughs) I didn't post anything because we had five events going on around the country and I was nervous that the executives would see that and think she doesn't care or she's not taking me seriously or she's like gallivanting around New York. And, you know, so it can be a little bit tricky there Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, you're trying to play the part of the influencer and show the people what they want to see. But then also, you know, optics are really important and manage these events and make sure they go really well. So it is kind of finding that balance. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Um, And I, I mean, I love the idea of, you know, you're a female entrepreneur also. And so, you know, you've made a career around kickstarting the, the careers of other women. So, you know, speaking to the WIM community in Mm -hmm. particular, what can we all be doing to foster more female leadership within our personal and professional spheres of influence? No, I mean, I definitely think there's something to be said about that collaboration above competition mantra. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. And, you know, I... Look, I'm as guilty as the next person of sometimes looking at people that do similar things and thinking like, ooh, like, are they a competitor, right? Mm -hmm. But I I really try to nip that right away. And there is – if I've learned anything, it's that there is plenty of room for other people to play in the sandbox. And another – I think we used to have this mentality that if another company came along and did the exact same thing that you did, it meant your business was over. And I remember when I first started, any time another intern company would pop up, like – and this is before Instagram. You would see it on Twitter or something. Like, my heart would stop. I was like, oh, my God, my life is going to end. And you know what? My life never ended. Still (laughs) here. It was okay. And so I really have this mindset now that there is plenty of room for everyone to play in the sandbox, um, collaboration over competition. And, um, you know, it's it's interesting to meet people that are doing similar things. Um, Not a lot of people, my friends all work in the entertainment industry. They have no idea what I do all day. They're like, you're an entrepreneur. What does that mean? What do you do? I don't get it. What are these meetings you're in? What are the phone calls you're taking? So it's nice to meet people that are in your industry. I mean, I'm in such a niche world, the intern campus marketing world. Mm-hmm. So when I meet people that do what I do, it's it's kind of fun. Like they they know what I'm going through and maybe there maybe there are ways, maybe there aren't ways, but you you try to partner. Um and just in general, you mentioned that, you know, net, networking is great. Wim is obviously, you know, the foundation is networking. I totally agree. And my advice is you do it for the click. And what I mean by that is you go to lunches with people, you go to events with people, you talk to different people. It's not always going to click. But when it does, it is so special and so worth it. Like I was telling you earlier, one of your WIM board members is, is sort of a mentor of mine. And she's an example of – I. 
cannot even remember at the moment how we originally met. But I mean, we clicked. And every time I'm in New York, she's so great. She just helps me and guides me. You know, we don't it's we don't work together in a formal capacity. But I mean, finding the click and finding people that can mentor you or just help you or really just there to listen to you. It, it's so valuable. And it doesn't come along very often. So when it does, you got to hold on to it. And you got to give her a little shout out. Who are you referring hey, Risa. to? Oh, is that Risa hey. Lake? <laughs> hey, Risa. Yeah, Risa. Go Knowles. <laughs> We're all Florida girls, too, yeah. which is incredible. I know. So funny. Yeah. That it Florida is funny. Connection. It's kind of random. Mm-hmm. We're all in, we're out of Florida. We've left. I mean, I'm excited to meet new people in general, and I was excited to meet you in general, but like that Florida thing just takes it to another level. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's so funny. Like, so being a New Yorker myself, I've never, the the one borough I've never lived in is Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I'm always so regretful of that because I feel like if you've lived in Brooklyn, you're like so part of a club, like this cool <laughs> Brooklyn club. And I'm like, I don't think I'll ever be part of the club. I want to be that cool, but I'm not. <laughs> so like, it's nice. I, Florida is, in my opinion, uh, not a cool club to be part of, but it's <laughs> def. I always say, like, do not judge me. I'm, I'm from Florida. Don't judge me. But it definitely is a point of relation for sure. <laughs> for funny. sure. Absolutely. Um, so what's next for you? What is, what's on your radar? You know, I'm I'm really just looking for I've, – I've built a brand that's really exciting with a lot of ambitious – people that are doing all kinds of cool things now and it's so fun to and I feel so privileged to have been a part of so many successful people's journeys Um, and now it's really just trying to elevate the brand and find new and different opportunities that will help me you know continue to grow and reach new audiences you know it's 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 that question of how do you take something that does have legs and make it that household name so that you know there are I don't need every college student to know about Intern Queen, but the ambitious ones better know about it, right? Yes, so, yes. Um, you know, and and I think if I focus there, the growth of Career Queen will come because they're all going to graduate eventually, right? Right. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's fun. And it's just a matter of trying to figure out how to continue to innovate and get in front of these audiences audiences in new and unique ways. And I think we're all kind of like, okay, what's next? We're all doing a lot of Instagram right now. I mean, I started YouTube in 2015 because, I mean, I had to be there. High schoolers are there and high schoolers are the ones that come in contact with me first, right? When they're 15 and really excited. So it's it's really just a matter of keeping my eyes open and knowing where we need to be and what's that new form of content and how are people going to want to digest it and just trying to be there. So speaking specifically to those high schoolers, mm-hmm. um, what's the best advice you can give them for, you know, the next four years of their life? Yeah. I mean, I'm not – high schoolers can intern or they cannot intern. I'm not like – I don't think it's crucial that they do. So many are. I just think that when you're young, you want to keep your eyes open. You want to read a lot of interesting information, read about your craft. Um, read. I love reading interviews. I, I Even now, I'm clearly not in high school, but I love reading like day in the life, right? Like – I mean, I like to know what people have for breakfast and what time they get up and all about their their routine. I talk about that a lot in getting in a, get it together, just like your routine and how that um, I don't know, just how that morning routine kind of starts your day off on the right foot or the wrong foot. But um, 
Now I'm going off on another tangent. Oh, I'm no, like, I love your tangent. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, we're here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, you know, the to you know if you're talking to a high schooler and yeah, you're telling them the next four years of their yeah. life, soak it up, be curious, I'm Yeah, hearing. and have informational interviews with people. You know, if your mom's friend were, has a really cool job, mm-hmm. ask her to sit down with her. Ask her to sit down in a more formal capacity and come prepared with five questions to ask her. Yeah. You know, just ask really learn – learn about people's jobs. When I got my first job out of college as an assistant at the talent agency, mm-hmm. it sounded cool. But if I think about it, did I have any idea what an assistant at a talent agency did? No, no idea. Right. I just started. <laughs> so I, w- I wish looking back that I would have taken the time to sit down with someone that had that job and say, hey, can you tell me what you do? I know you do quote unquote work, but what what does that mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I like asking my friends that my friends all have such different jobs. I'm like, what is a meeting like for you? Like, who who are you meeting with? What are you talking about oh i love meeting people in totally different industries yeah yeah yeah. so i just think right like you said it's it's be curious it's talk to different people and it's just educate yourself on what's out there especially in 2018 2019 like there's so many cool things out there yeah i love that um and so our final question Mm -hmm. of the podcast i asked this of everyone i'm so excited to hear what you want to say um what do you wish someone had told your younger self uh that would have given you a professional or personal advantage today that is such a good question um you know, something that I tell students now, we, we do the, these big intern queen parties in um, all the major cities every summer, and I get on stage, and I, I tell everybody, it's going to be okay. I know you're stressed. I know you're freaking out, but you're going to get a job, and it's going to be a good one. Yeah. And I almost wish someone would have just told me, like, it's going to be okay. This situation is going to work out for you. Like, whatever pe- – it might take a minute. Like, pieces are going to fall into place. Your first job might not be your dream job, but, like, this is going to be okay. And I think that's what so many people in college and then also out of college just need to hear. Like, it's going to work out, and, you know, are you going to get – people now, they want to know that the second they graduate college, they're going to get that job offer. And that might not happen, but are they going to get that job that they want in the next, like, three to six months? Probably, yeah. And I, I, I've met so many young people. I think over 5 million people have used Intern Queen um, up until today, and they're all fine. You know, <laughs> they're all doing cool things. They all get their jobs eventually. Like, it works out for all of us. So what I, what I wish someone would have said to me is, like, don't stress. Don't worry. It's all going to work out in the end. It's all going to be good. Yeah. I love that. I think that's such good advice. Um, Lauren, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Yeah, this was so fun. If people want to find you, where can they find you? Where can they buy your book? Tell people how to get in touch with you. Yeah, so um, all my social is at Intern Queen. The new Career Queen platform is um, on Instagram. It's at Official Career Queen. Um, Who got Career Queen? Oh, oh I, I know. Hate that. And then, like, I don't even know. It's like, a, you know, one of those, like, robots. I don't even know. Who, who knows? The official yeah. one is the official one. The official Career Queen. Absolutely. But, yeah, everything Intern Queen. And, um, I mean, my book will be everywhere. Uh, so the book will be um, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Get It Together. Uh, so get it together and buy the book. Thank you everyone so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. We love comments. So comment on this podcast and we may shout you out on our next episode. Join us next time and thanks for tuning in. <laughs>